finally welcome back to kind of funny's conjuring universe cinematic universe in review that's right it's cuckoo in review baby as always i'm tim gettys joined by big old Bathsheba himself greg miller yeah i remember when she did that she jumped yeah. off she went yeah. the crooked man james willems i don't know what the, the sound of creaking the sound of creaking <laughs> the there's a lot of that of creaking there's none elise willems Picture frame moving closer, far. <laughs> and of course, the old man from Conjuring 2, Nick Scarpino. I'm old. My back hurts. <laughs> this kind of funniest in review, where each and every week we rank and review two different movie franchises. We're wrapping up Conjuring right here. Also, later, we're going to be wrapping up the Ninja Turtle movies, and we're going to then continue all summer long with all the big blockbusters. We're going back to MCU and review for Black Widow. We're going back again for Shang-Chi, all that stuff. Any big movie coming out, if we've done it in review series before, we're coming back to do the new one then. You don't even need to ask. I don't know why people keep asking. We're going to do Stop it. Stop asking. Stop asking. You know we're going to do, do it. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we are talking about Conjuring. All right? Of course, this show you can get on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. If you want to get it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny in Review, and we'll be right there for you. If you want to get the show ad-free and watch live as we record it, patreon.com slash kindoffunny is where you want to be, just like our Patreon producers, Donovan Harkness and the protagonist have done. We appreciate you both so very much, and you are not going to have to hear the ads that we're going to tell you later, including HelloFresh stamps and Babbel. But for everyone else, you will, and that's okay. Because we're talking about The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. It had a runtime of one hour and 52 minutes. The exact same runtime as Conjuring 1. What a spooky coincidence. Uh, It was originally slated for a September 2020 release, but it was delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So then it was later released. June 4th, 2021, it was finally released in theaters and simultaneously on the HBO Max streaming service, which is where we all watched it, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Correct, yes. Not a theater one for me. Uh, Directed by Michael Chavez, an American film director known for this movie and The Curse of La Llorona. Says a lot. Says a lot. Uh, This is the first Conjuring movie not directed by James Wan. Uh, This one had a budget of $39 million, and despite the corona situation, box office of $160 million plus. Huge. Pretty pretty damn good, man. People love the Conjuring. They love the cuckoo. They love the cuckoo. Greg, I know you love the cuckoo. What did you think about the Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It? I had a great time with this one. I loved this one. This is a really good one. I had a lot of fun here. I thought the scares were really good. I thought it was nice to shake up the formula, even though I know it's technically only the third Conjuring movie, you know what I mean, in terms of Ed and Lorraine or whatever, but still, to get it outside of what it's normally of, you know, this family that's dealing with some kind of ghost that we got to go through. I liked uh, the supernatural elements of it. I liked having the old witchy woman, as I'll call her in my uh, my review. <laughs> I liked having her on the other side, having it at, you know, uh, or an antagonist that Lorraine can confront in her visions. I thought that was a really cool thing. Uh, I thought it was uh, – uh, I, I don't know. I guess actually, you know, Tim, because you just read it. But like, is, is did the budget feel bigger for this? Because I felt like it seemed like there was more effects to it. I think, you know, the uh, exorcism for the little boy in the beginning and then Arnie in the end, the way they were doing the like looked better than usual. I thought like when the boy was pinned to the table and he was frothing at the mouth and breaking all over and there was a whirlwind around him. I thought that looked really great. Um, and then in general, like I just appreciated having a grounded villain in terms of a person to go after that was doing something, making things happen rather than Bathsheba or whoever we have to fight in the spiritual realm. I had a great time with this one. I thought it was a, a fun one. 
uh, budget wise there for you, Greg. This one is at 39 million. Conjuring two was at 40 million, but Annabelle was 6.5. Conjuring one was 20. So it's like, it's gotcha. a little bit, a little bit all over the place. Elise, what did you think? The devil did not have to make me enjoy this movie, Tim, because <laughs> I really did. And I guess I'm predisposed to like these movies. You're going to give me a mainline Conjuring movie with Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy it. Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson. Th these whole movies rest on their charisma, their dedication to these roles, which still, however many times they've played these characters in, you can tell that they're still really enjoying it and they're still like acting their hearts out. And what would we not do for the Warrens at this point? I just love seeing them. They could, they're doing anything. Uh, it's a little bit of a, of a procedural in the midst yeah. of, of, a, of a Conjuring movie, which was kind of fascinating. It, it, it went away from the traditional haunted house model of the previous two movies. So it didn't, it, I love the haunted house scare movie. So it, it, I still was a little bit remiss that it wasn't that, but I had like a really, really good time. Greg pointed out my favorite move, moment of the movie, which was that exorcism, that yeah. boy contorting on the table was so great. Um, there were a couple other little, I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but there was one moment where I was like, I feel like I really haven't seen anything like this in a horror movie that I appreciated uh yeah definitely not the best of the three but still like considering where we're at in that franchise super <laughs> solid james yeah i mean i'm basically gonna agree with everyone's sentiment here i think we're already dealing with like a delicious chocolate cake and now we've yeah. made it three times now and of course there's going to be differences of flavors and you might have been, one was made by your grandmother on christmas morning and another was it's the perfect one. one for halloween this one is someone just goes like oh by the way i had this cake and it's still really good i think it's got all the pieces i think if they decide to just keep churning these out like a machine and they put this amount of effort into it i will continue to enjoy them um because it's got the characters it's got good scare. They have they have yet to compromise on the scares, and I think you can tell the difference between this and some of the other ones we've talked about that are like like off to the edge, and we're like, oh, we enjoyed it, but why did they make some of these decisions or whatever? This definitely feels like it was in line. I know it wasn't uh, James Wan, but you can still see the reserved, slower take. The scares are not fake scares. They're there for a reason. Um, yeah, so I, I, I did enjoy it. I, I'm sure we're going to get into the nuances of that enjoyment with everyone here and how it ranks within everything. Would you call it the death wish of horror franchises? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what'd you think? Um, I echo everyone's sentiments. I liked it. I, I really liked the, everything that happens with Ed and Lorraine. So when we're with them, I think these movies are at their strongest. And this was kind of, this felt different to me. This felt more like a murder mystery where they were on the, on the trail. And I really like that. I, I, I think that, you know, um, to the earlier statement that like, yeah, they're chasing an actual person here, uh, makes the stakes a little bit higher for me. And I like that. And it gives them a little bit more, it's grounded in reality, right? You're, you're, you're basically, someone has a weapon that they're using. You have to figure out who, what, and why, uh, and where all the w's maybe even sometimes how um but the one thing i don't i didn't particularly care for the movie was anytime we weren't with ed and lorraine i thought that they missed a huge opportunity where the kid was stuck in sort of the psych ward um and i just didn't care so much about what was going on with him like i didn't feel like i'm like okay well if the devil kills this kid i really don't care or, is it, or the demon kills him it's not gonna matter to me it's more it's more fun for me to see you know, if they can catch the person responsible for this at the end. And when I when I first started watching it, I got a little bit excited because there's that moment in the courtroom where she's like, we're going to have to claim like a not guilty by reason of demonic uh, possession. And I was like, that's if that's what this whole movie's about. 
that's awesome. Like, are we going to just be in the court and it's going to be right. them having to bring in all of these like evidence exhibit A, like check this out. And then your honor goes crazy. He's like, look under your desk. But the thing under there is, oh my God, the thing was under there the whole time. But no, they're just like, he's, you know, they're going to kill him. Sure. And you're like, oh, Absolutely not. No, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> we're not doing that. Um, and again, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought that would have been an interesting way for them to have gone with it where Ed and Lorraine are out there you know, trying to get the evidence that the prosecutor needed to get him off the case, but it wasn't, it, it, alas, it was not to be. Yeah, I, I think I enjoyed it significantly less than it seems like you guys did. I still thought it was good. And I would recommend people watch it. And I think it is significantly better than some of the movies in this franchise. I just think that when it's a conjuring movie, when it has like one of the main Avengers level things, I feel like it was kind of a letdown because there was a lot of really intriguing promise. Like I, I liked there being a human villain. I liked that it was out of the haunted house and elements of that worked, but I don't think they committed enough. And we're all saying it, but Ed and Lorraine are the stars. And it's like when they're not there, it's a little bit of a letdown. I think this one starts so strong with that uh, exorcism. It is frenetic as hell. And it is it is terrifying. Like they actually did something we've seen before a million times, but like just played it out. And I honestly think it's one of the better exorcisms we ever had in a movie. And they really like set the tone. But then after that, it just kind of, it starts to feel more of like a spinoff than a, a core one. And I feel like they've even nailed spinoffs more than, than this with some of the Annabelle movies. Um, and I think that the Ed and Lorraine stuff could have been focused on more and the stuff they focused on could have been better. Like the going back and seeing the flashbacks of how they met and stuff like cool and neat, but it felt like too much of the movie to me. Uh, and I was always when we were doing that kind of like, I love you guys, but I'm not really loving this and how it's all tying uh, in together and stuff. But I, I did think the, that there were scares that were pretty good, but they didn't really live up to the the beginning of this movie for me. You know what was interesting about those flashbacks? And I wonder if this factored in because I kind of got that vibe, too, where I was like, oh, we finally get to like see this. It wasn't Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. You know, really? like, like, right? Like, what they didn't they recast young people? For yeah, they were way younger actors. Like, and they couldn't use Tysa for Mika because they already used her. So, exactly. so, but I wonder, like, it's that <laughs> yeah. is an interesting test. It's like an experiment within the movie where it's like, hmm, I, I, like, it's not the names, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is this is definitely because these actors have a charisma with not Which only so each true. other but with the screen, mm -hmm. and so it's like it's like, oh, I do, I would love to see them like when they first met and stuff like that. But then as soon as they show you and it's not those two actors, you're like, uh, this could be anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess for me, being whatever it is, seven, eight movies into this franchise, and for a horror franchise that has the core titles and the spin-up titles, and the thing that brings them together is this scary-ass room, I just feel like we're still waiting for the moment that room really has its mm -hmm. moment, you know? Yeah. And it's like, we, we always just keep adding, and it's like, oh, there's Annabelle. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. but like, we've seen that a million I times. I guess it kind of did in, in Annabelle Comes Home, where it's yeah. like we're getting a little bit more of those. But yeah, the room never has yet, has yet to really explode. And they keep yeah. bringing people over, by the way. <laughs> they're like, they're like, listen, get the lawyer over here. We'll show them the creepy room. They'll have to say. And so like literally every single person, just is, it's an open, it's a revolving door of people exactly. just coming and going in there. I yeah. will say, though, there was nothing more hype, and it felt like a conjuring moment that there was, like, the reveal that, oh, yeah, the, the other guys, they have a room, too. It's like, holy shit, that is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there there was, for sure, some interesting stuff in in this movie about different paths that Ed and Lorraine could have taken or whatever. Because, like, 
you know, obviously we get into it. They get into, they go talk to that other priest because they're trying to find any sort of insight. And maybe you know something about this. Mm -hmm. And then you find out that he essentially is like an older Ed. Mm -hmm. Like he also went down that rabbit hole and like made it his life's work and like made a whole thing about it, except that he didn't have Lorraine the whole time. Right. Like he didn't have that support from Lorraine and you can see how it, corrupted him like how he kind of got taken over by it so it's like interesting to see the juxtaposition there it's almost like if you guys aren't careful you're going to be heading down this path um so i did like that element that's cool I we even introducing the cool. daughter right on his side that's going to be the witchy woman right of like he, he has that great line to uh lorraine right of like we have to be careful that our obsessions don't become our children's right and that's always mm -hmm. been something with judy you talk about annabelle comes home and the room coming to life there right and all the monsters inside of it there like what her, she's going to shake out to be in the at the end of this or as this continues is you know something we have to wait and see I'm gonna tell you something right now. That kid's not. It's gonna be. It's gonna be something with with Ed and Lorraine's kid. It's not gonna be. She's not gonna be like. I'm going straight into being an accountant. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be freaky. It's gonna get freaky, ladies and gentlemen. Some uh, fun facts for you. So the actress that played Judy in one and two returned for this. She was recasting Annabelle Comes Home because the movie took place and she was way too young, but she made a return here, which is cool. Uh, Steve Coulter. This is the fourth movie he appears as Father Gordon. Conjuring one, Conjuring two, Annabelle Comes Home, and now this. Uh, and the little boy that plays David that got exercised, what is Wiccan in WandaVision? Yeah. Oh yeah. One of Wanda's mm. kids. So. Also, uh -huh. also the something I saw was the uh, that terrifying contortion of his body was real. <laughs> that they they hired a child contortionist, and she it's like a little girl that can do all those things. I was watching video of it of like her like crawling up the stairs backwards and spinning her head. It's no, all thanks. practical. No. But then they then they put the little boy's face on her. They did a face replacement. Holy shit! I but thought like, you were joking. All, That's crazy. No, no. But all like the twists and stuff. Like they didn't. Mm -hmm. They just did it. They just did it practically. That's cool. Is, That's yeah, I like that scene too. I like that scene a lot too. When they're like oh, and the kids like get being dragged down the stairs and the demons like clawing the walls and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That whole thing was really so really cool. Good. And then two little uh, the other backs. Kids. The uh, disciples of the Ram are talked about. It's the same cult that's in uh, Annabelle One. Mm -hmm. uh, the time about where we see the the killings happen there, and then at one point in the movie, Lorraine receives a bouquet of flowers from the parents. This is a nod to the family from Conjuring One. Oh, oh that's okay. kind of cool. It's kind of gotcha. cool. Before we get to the plot, though, Barrett, can you uh, run the video that explains why Andy's not here? Hello, in review crew. Uh, wow, here we are, huh? Here we are at the end of a long journey that we've all taken together, uh, hand in hand. Uh, one foot left, one foot by by the next. You know, we um, it's it's been awesome uh, to be able to watch all these movies that that we've watched together, right? And for us to reach the final conclusion of this uh, of this franchise of this quadrilogy, the the Conjuring. It's been it's been an honor. Quintilogy. I f I forget which number we're on, but it's been awesome. Sort of, you know, seeing the main character grow and f figure out who they are, right? Throughout all of this, um, through so through so many moments, we've we've seen them since they they were a child, right? <laughs> who would have thought they was they were so young and now they're now they're much older, you know, in a way, a bit older in a way. <laughs> so
sorry about that i got I got a little bit emotional um yeah it's just it's it's crazy that i think there's been a really good character arc and even even to see the the evil villain you know from the start to finish also grow and learn from their mistakes you know um conjuring everything it possibly can uh and and here we are and what a stunning final conclusion it's been an honor watching all of these movies you know i would i would count the movies that we've reviewed here but i why even put a number on it right i just feel like that's so reductive um for such a for such a franchise that we've we've all watched all of us have watched all these movies um so yeah definitely rank one for me that's a rank one for me for this one so thank you for having for having me for this one everybody i love y'all miss y'all peace out way nick does but that mm-hmm. was that was one of those moments for sure yeah. like they uh, said in in double impacts there's two of them yes exactly only, only james got that reference did, only james did, understood that. did anyone else notice the 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 clock behind andy constantly the minute hand was constantly shopping yeah. around i thought that was strange yeah that maybe the battery needs to be replaced we're not quite sure on that with that let's get to the plot nick you have to give me the plot song because andy's gone okay Very scary plot 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 it's July 18th 1981 Nick what was the number one movie in America the week before Star Wars probably Superman 2 for four weeks in a row ladies and gentlemen only to be dethroned by Raiders of the Lost Ark which Superman 2 itself had dethroned four weeks before I digress we're at David's house and this little kid you might say what a cute little munchkin let me tell you he's got the devil inside him uh, this kid, he's there, and he's uh, he's all, and he's all like, oh man, he's got. I want to say he's cursed. All right, I'll spoil alert. I want to say he's cursed because technically he's cursed, Tell but we don't know say, that Greg, yet. Say it. You can just I'm say. I'm not going to say okay, that. Well, I want to say instead, David's there and he's possessed. All right, and people are like, whoo-wee, this kid's possessed. We got to get on this. You know what are we going to do and stuff? And so like, they're Ed and Lorraine are talking to him. It starts off all run of the mill downstairs, right? Interviewing this kid. He's all possessed, or whatever. And then we get introduced to Arnie, who's not a blood relative, but he's banging David's sister. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, Arnie, put this kid to bed. And he's like, got it. He takes him up there and he's like, tosses him in the bed. He's like, you're a brave kid, David. David's like, thanks, I got small teeth. And so then wow. outside, the father shows up. And Does he just priest, say that all the time? Or is it just like that one time he says it? It's one of those things, as kids get older, they learn new things and they become more aware of their yeah. tiny little you were about to say, as kids get older, their teeth get bigger. This kid, not also that old. <laughs> also true. <laughs> There's a reason why when you find remains, you go look at the teeth. Because teeth will tell you everything you need to know about a person. Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. Remember, Just right? so you guys know, James and Elise, Greg hasn't been on in review for a couple of months, it feels like. So this this is definitely him. Okay. okay. Good. 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 Okay. Teeth yeah, are the windows to the soul. <laughs> right? You got three two little windows in there. Teeth are the windows to the soul. Um. So father shows up and he's like, cool daddy O's. Let's see what's going on. Arnie comes downstairs. He's like, cool daddy O, what's going on? And so like, uh, you know, David's up there. He's got, I got small teeth. And then he's eventually he's like, 
he hears some noise or he goes to the bathroom. I forget which part it happens. But he ends up in the bathtub and he's all scared. He's like, oh, and he's down there. My teeth are so small. I hope they don't get smaller. And he looks up and they got How the shower rings. I like to eat applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh man kids love applesauce though remember that brady bunch ap- ep- episode where peter kept saying pork chops and applesauce remember everybody no. i always confuse the brady bunch episodes with the movies which is much more of a parody sure. of, the, of the show but yeah. it's still good yeah. it's still good fantastic anyways uh the demon puts its fingers over the top and then the 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 faucet gets turned on and it's blood and david's screaming and the people run up there and they're like what's going on in here and they like boom boom and they the door's locked they boom boom and they open up the door and uh they find him and he's in the bathroom and he's all silly he's like all small and then he gets up all silhouetted and it's creepy as fuck and then he gets smashed a bunch of stuff got smashed it's all great torn scene up. The, the whole thing, great scene their hands the going pe- over the thing let's fucking go so good and grabs the glass stabs his dad in the leg his dad drops to the floor and he gets stabbed again by the kid like, oh god this kid stabbed me in the fucking leg with his small teeth and they're like all right god and so ed being fucking ed grabs he's like we gotta do this now father he's like cool i'll get the car he's like fuck the car man we gotta do this now and they go down there and they throw all the shit off the table and they like, fucking body deliver this the the table. back of this yeah. bus yeah. Yeah, exactly. show up in a taxi <laughs> what car is he talking about okay all right they got plenty of cars at this house you know how it is this is this is an upwardly mobile family unlike the conjuring one family where family gotcha. where you know i gotta go drive yeah. the truck got ron yeah. livingston barely oh, making God. this thing work yeah. God, i gotta drive this truck nonstop. fred flintstone car has got no engine he's just doing it by hand and so yeah, boom! We drop the kid on the table, and we kick off as we've already talked about it. The uh, unilaterally, one hundred percent agreed upon the best exorcism in the Conjuring Dang. franchise so far. And the fuck, like I said, it's swirling around. The camera guy who's been there from Conjuring One, he's back. The camera falls over. It. We get the spinning into the thing. All hell's breaking loose. Father. Gets knocked out, gets beat up. I forget what happens. He gets knocked down at some point, though, and Ed's got to grab the Bible, the book, <laughs> the good book, as you know, the mm-hmm. Reverend would say. He picks up the book and he's over there. Because again, Ed is, he, I know I'm telling a tired story everyone on the face of the planet knows. Ed in this, and this is Ed in the movie franchise, right? Mm-hmm. A lot like Brad Pitt. As yeah. we all know, yeah, Brad so. Pitt left the University of Missouri one credit short of graduating, Crazy. right? And oh, t- I, I mean, Every year, it seems, the University of Missouri hits him up, and they're like, ring-a-ding-ding, Brad. We will just give you the fucking degree. Come on back. And he's like, I'm good. Ed is the same way here about being a priest, where it's like, at this point, he's exorcism people at the Safeway. They're walking by. They're like, oh, like he's like, whoa, hold on a second. Let me do this. He breaks out the book, and he's like, I shouldn't do this, but this one time. And he yeah. does the cross, and he blesses the tomato, and everybody's okay. Yeah, that like, Ed, Ed should just do it. You know, bite the bullet, get fully yeah. vaccinated or whatever it is to be exorcism ready and be ready to go. But he doesn't. He keeps half assed and he doesn't believe in himself. Long story short, Brad Smith, come back to Mizzou and get the fucking degree. I digress. He's right. got the book. Father's over here. He pooped his pants. I forget what happened. And he's it's, whiz, it's whizzing around. Everybody's doing stuff. And Lorraine, of course, she's there, hair up. She's like, we got this. And then she's like, and she gets like, woo, 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 and she looks around. <laughs> and then, what does she see? She sees a woman challenge. Give me the woman. Time, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. She turned yeah. into an old blind jazz musician. <laughs> What's amazing though is I know exactly what you're talking about. It's that shot of all the the camera like going wah 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool she sees the chalice and she yeah. sees like the dark beads or whatever the fucking yeah. Satan people got these days. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and she comes back. She goes, oh, it's out of my head. Don't worry about it. Brain freeze. 
And so then they're doing the thing, and then the kid starts doing the crazy. Well, he's laughing hysterically in the demony way. You know what I mean? He's foaming at the mouth. Then he starts doing yeah, the contortionist shit. Just fucking creepy as all hell. And then like you know, the sister um, Betsy is well, not her name. Debbie. Little Debbie, little Debbie's yelling like, stop, stop. It's like, Debbie, shut up. You know, this isn't your fucking brother. All right. He's clearly a demon. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. He does the whole thing. He's cracking his back. He's doing the thing. Then Arnie, of course, big man on campus over here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Are not married into the family yet. He's got to try to earn his stripes over here. He's like, leave him alone. Don't do anything to him. And Ed's like, shut up, Arnie. Don't fucking talk to the demon. You don't talk to demons. Everybody knows this. This is like thing number one. And then the kid like does a horse and like this teeth, little Arnie. <laughs> He does this fucking kickflip, this little kid with small teeth, yeah. right? And he lands on the table and he runs and he jumps on Ed and he's like, I'll stop your heart, old man. And you're like, whoa, this is whoa. fucking cool. Intense, this dude. is cool. It's intense, right? bro. And he fucking pins him down. And he's like, ah. And then Arnie comes over and saves Ed's life by grabbing him. And he's like, you're shaking the kid by the head like a pumpkin, right? He's like, oh, you know, leave him alone. Take me. Take me instead. And Ed's like, don't, don't, don't. And he's on the ground. Don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Lorraine's like, everybody's freaking out. This, you know what it's like? This is why it's one of the, it's, it's a lot like Tim. It's a lot like fast three through nine exactly. where these thinking. movies would be complete dog shit. If you didn't love everything that came before him. Cause here we know yeah, nobody's yeah. on their a game right now. You know, it's like mm-hmm. Michael Jordan out there wearing number 45, just fucking airballing. That's not what it's about. We've seen him when they're number 23. People uh-huh. get this reference. 45, anyway. 23. Anyways, uh, Demon's like, you got it, boy toy. And he shoots the shit into fucking <laughs> Arnie's eyes now, all right? <laughs> it's a cone of demon into his eyes, into the back of his brain. And the rear having a heart attack. Everybody's laying around. Father gets up. He shit his pants. He doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> but it's like, you know what? All's well that ends well. That's what they feel on this one, right? Mm-hmm. And so here we go. You know, everybody's down. It's all done. Boom, title card. We're, it's the conjuring. The devil made me do it. By the way, we didn't give enough credit to the fact that it was a really good opening in general with like sound effects and the way the wb logo got all twisted around we mm-hmm. are right into this exorcism now we're right into the con we already got the uh the waterbed part was that no, it? We have not. Oh, no, chronologically yeah yeah. That's, yeah yeah that had already happened, happened in before. their timeline but gotcha. in our yeah, time yeah, yeah. greg do all the flashbacks all together please thank you yeah just do the chronological oh. okay so chronologically with the flashbacks <laughs> no i'm joking no, no. The, pro- the old no that hold on i got it we're only 90 seconds into this film, by the way. Yeah. Anything to do tomorrow. Ed's in, Ed's in, we don't know that yet, but it's in the hospital. <laughs> Spoilers. Anyways, Arnie is like, he wakes up in bed. He's like, what? And he's like, and it, it, little Debbie comes on and she's wearing a sundress. And I'll tell you right now, these two sexual chemistry off the charts. Oh, you know what God, I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You it's feel bad watching it because you know, Arnie, he's going to have to answer for the crimes he didn't commit, but the devil made him Man, do. When it. does he get to be in love again? Mm-hmm. It turns out at the end, they got in love and he got off in five years for murdering somebody. That's fucking crazy. I well, now, again, I, I want to throw this out there and ask every single person. If you knew that guy that he killed, oh would, my you God. Press, would you press charges? Hey, man, I'm drunk and I don't know what's going on. I, I'm sick. Oh, you don't like drinking? Let me fucking go to bed. Let me go to I'm bed gonna right dance now. With, I'm going to dance with your girlfriend. I'm like, I got to take the buck and I got out and just Tim just brought out the fucking, you know what wow. I mean? Like one of these things. Wow. Right the cerebral okay. cortex. Not uh-huh. kill him, but then he can't drive a car ever again. I mean, I think it's too, as it. deep as you just pointed the tip of the knife, that means that. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think you were just going through the I mandible mean, of the jaw, sure. but you went all the way to the top of the forehead. I went, what party <laughs> likes really loud music? That's what I want to cut out with that right, knife. Gotcha. He's a shit guy. <laughs> Dude, Dude, Arnie, Arnie, gets woken up. 
she's there. Debbie's there. They live in a dog boarding house. These dogs are going crazy. We know why, of course, because he's got the beast inside him. These dogs don't like this. He's beast. got some magic Port- in him. Every time I bring home a little bit of the beast on me, Portillo not feeling it. Not feeling uh, it. Great so, location. I like this as, like, as a horror film set. Yeah. Oh, you. I mean, how do you think I be, beat you at Nidhogg that one time? You know what I mean? I make you deals left and right with the beast over there. The dark lord. Um, and so, you know, okay, cool. The dogs are barking. Bruno sucks. Uh, uh, oh, and then Arnie's like, listen, we got the devil out of your brother. That was neat. And now it's like, why don't we fucking get out of here? Brookfield. Nothing's happening here. We don't. We, everything sucks. And I, we live with a bunch of dogs. You know what I mean? There's got to be People a better life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This neighborhood ain't what it used to be. <laughs> the devil's just <laughs> moving in left and right. Yeah. And she's like, we got no money. We can't do that. I just got this job where we live inside the place with the job. So that's something we can't just bail on. So like, let's just chill out. All right. Slow your roll. And he's like, all right, cool. And so then we probably pop over to the hospital. Maybe. I don't think so. But it's like we're getting this like everything's hunky dory kind of thing. Maybe yeah, mm-hmm. we yeah we did. Lorraine and the priest are over there, and Lorraine's at uh, Ed's bedside, and we get the whole thing of like yeah, Ed's still he's still unconscious. He got bopped, but he should probably be okay. Or maybe this is where the doctor tells him that it's like he had a heart attack, and it's gonna be a thing. Doesn't matter. Ed's over in the hospital, but he's he's laid up. Um, back then to Arnie and little Debbie. And they go over to the house. They're having a fun little play session with David. They're barbecuing. Everything's back. Everything hunky-dory. No more demons here, everybody. And then Arnie's like, I'll go inside and get some meat. And so he goes inside to get the meat. And when he's in there, cereal box get knocked over. Like, here we go, everybody. Fucking demon. You know what I mean? This yeah. demon is inside the box. No, it was a rat. And he sees this rat run along. And then it runs up the wall, and it runs into this little rat hole. And it's all gross, and it's, it's, it's black, and it's gooey. And Nick, what's this hole look like? I'm not going to tell you what the hole looks like, Greg, but I will say this. Can we just agree across the board? Don't look in the hole. Yeah. Never look in the hole. Oh, yeah. Things. Don't look in the hole uh, and stop but, laying up our boy. I'm, okay. I'm kind of a hole. I like to peek in the you hole. You might look in the hole and the rat's got a little miniature restaurant in there. I was going to say, you never know what you got. <laughs> <It's laughs> <It's restaurant. right. laughs> now I got to check. Now I got to check. You're right. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Uh, already doesn't listen to us, though. He looks in the hole. Nothing bad happens to him. You're like, oh, man, dodge that one. If he steps back, boom, witchy woman right there. And she grabs him. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like, I'm the witchy woman. He's like, whoa. And he drops. And he's like, whoa, there's no witchy woman here. I guess it's okay. Mm-hmm. I know this entire fucking family, this entire everyone here just saw an exorcism, mm-hmm. saw a demon, saw oh, the kid slashed the walls. We saw all this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That everyone understands this. Mm-hmm. I will say nothing to any of them about what's going no. on with me. Can't right trust them. No, I don't, don't want to worry them that, the that I said take yeah. me, took me. I don't want to worry <laughs> anybody about that. Shout out to this movie, though, for keeping the family a like reasonable size. You know, because oh, we're yeah. not oh, dealing true. with like fourteen siblings this the time. 80s. So it's like the, the, 80s, the, the girls yeah. coming out of yeah. like here's all my sisters, second, third all daughter. Exactly fourth, the yeah. same. Yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, he totally doesn't do anything about that, uh, and he's just like, it's chill, no big deal. Uh, then we this is so then we probably bop back to Ed and Lorraine here, where Ed's still laid up, and Lorraine's like, oh man, maybe this is where she tells the gazebo story because they this, they dropped that flashback early of like we love gazebos, it rains and we mm-hmm. go in gazebos. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the gazebo, famous uh, Warner Brothers set piece, if you remember. I've been on the tour, uh, private tour. Everybody's don't worry about that. I saw the gazebo. I believe it was in Star Hollow in that one show people like Gilmore Girls. I believe is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some other. Anytime you see a gazebo in a WB thing, it's shot right there though. There's wow, the I didn't your know movie that. Magic. Don't worry about it. All right. Um. Anyways, then we bought back, and guess what? Arnie's like working through it. All right, cool. I got a demon inside me. I can feel it, but I, my job is being a chainsaw man, and I'm gonna keep yeah. being a chainsaw man. You know what I mean? This yeah. is a job. We're barely making it work. 
I want to get out of here. We're broke as a joke, but if I cut down three more trees, I'll have enough to get a tank of gas and a tire, and I can roll me and the me and little Debbie out of here. You know, the greener pastures. I'm gonna roll us out of here. <laughs> so he's up in the tree. And then, like, but we're, we're the viewer, and we can see the house behind him. What do we see? Which woman in the back? She ain't about this mm-hmm. life. And so the thing sh- shorts out the chainsaw, and he's like, oh, and there's like some smoke, and he's like, oh. And then he's like, wait, what's that behind me? And he looks back, and he's like, oh man, no witchy woman back. <laughs> chainsaw starts up, and he's like, whoa. And he drops the chainsaw, almost kills his foreman down there. And he's like, what the fuck? Huh? Like the, you just dropped a fucking chainsaw. Like, there's nothing scarier than that where it's like, oh man, this ain't this job's not worth it. Period. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. If a chainsaw might fall on my head, I'm not going to probably do that job if I can avoid it. Sure. But, you know, these were a different time. There was no internet. There was no TikTok. They sure. couldn't go get a brand deal by chainsaws. They had to use chainsaws. So that's where we're at. Let uh, me ask you this question. If someone said, Greg, my stereo is broke. I need you to fix it. Do you think you, what do you, what, do you, what is a percentile chance you're fixing that thing versus breaking it more? I mean, me or like me now or me you, back I then. give you a me, buck me knife like and I say, great, it's 1981. You just got back from Superman 2. You're fucking sure. juiced on everything right now. Sure, Here's a buck yeah. knife. Fix my stereo. What do you Not think? Not out there fucking some shit up. Uh, I think, honestly, I'd, I'd probably be able to. I mean, I don't know what the problem is. That's never really. Is, we just know it's on the fritz and that he uses a knife to open up the back of a speaker. I've opened up the back of a speaker and connected wires before. And I feel like it'd be a similar situation here where I, you do the thing where you, go, eh, eh, you know, you like touch it and you can hear it come through the speaker a bit yeah i feel like in 1981 there's it's not like i have a lot of video game options at my it's not like right now right it's not like i have all this internet at at my disposal Mm -hmm. i'm probably out of my gourd someone would ask you to fix a speaker totally right yeah yeah it's hot all these damn dogs anyways that's exactly what happens uh arnie rolls up in his truck he looks like he's got the covid you know what i mean he's all sweaty he's gaunt he's disgusting Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. debbie immediately is just like why home and then like totally doesn't you know i I don't feel well whatever cool and then yeah bruno shows up and bruno of course he's looking like a not great guy already you know what i mean he's got his beer he's hanging like again think the last time you saw your friend and they were sick like real sick like flu sick Mm -hmm. you put your arm around him you trying to get him come drink a beer what kind of person are you but bruno doesn't care he's got to listen to his reo speed wagon all right that's where the dog exactly exactly so uh yeah bruno convinces him to go in there and uh uh, start working on the thing uh this is where we start getting the you know arnie's feeling weird and we're getting weird vision and wobbly cameras and stuff uh about this time ed wakes up in the hospital and his first thing is lorraine lorraine called the was it was the gadsby's whatever these people's last name was call the great gadsby's and she's like no no we got the baby we got the we got the baby we got the demon out of we got the demon out of david it's not david it's in arnie and it's like fuck yeah you know what i mean think about when you wake up and how disoriented Mm -hmm. you are ed went offline with a major heart attack and he came back and he's like i remember the exact fucking moment demons and so he's like okay she's like all right cool so she calls over to the house maybe the house they're at it rings and they don't hear or maybe i'm making that part up but eventually she calls the police and she's like i know it sounds crazy bad shit's about to happen at that dog place and they're like yeah no shit dogs suck like if you put if you put 30 fucking dogs into a two-bedroom house you're gonna have problems but we'll go investigate it for you lady i'm sorry anyway. is that your example of why dogs suck i'm saying if 30 30 dogs on top of each other in a two-bedroom yeah i i i, I okay. dial it back you know i own a okay. dog and i like my dog yeah, and i like right. lulu and i like yeah. Moose. don't worry uh-huh. there'd be there would be a smell factor for sure oh my god there'd be such a smell yeah it's factor. quantity yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of dog hair, a lot of fluff. Yeah. I mean, imagine right now if if uh, uh, Tim was podcasting and then in the other room, like right behind him, he's got thirty mooses in cages. You know what I mean? Like that's not gonna be good for anybody. That's a dream. Yeah. That's all. That's a dream. That is. That would be amazing. <laughs> what happened? What him. happened yesterday, Greg? When Moose and Porty hung out? 
Um, Porty did not care about Moose, and Moose in the beginning didn't care about Moose. Or I'm uh-huh. sorry about Porty, but then eventually, when we wouldn't feed Moose, he started barking at Portillo. Or not even mm-hmm. he was barking around Portillo. He's barking at us to feed him, and so eventually we're like, all right, we'll put Porty away, try to calm him down. That way we can put Moose's food down too. And so we did that, and Moose didn't have that much interest in his food. And then when we were saying goodbye, I was like, wait a second, and, I, and it, Moose had peed on Porty's food bowl in some yeah. kind of weird like, I'm gonna try to take yeah. dominance. Dominant. Dominant. Well, that's the thing. This this prince trying to take down the king is not going to end well for him. You know? Senior abuse. Senior abuse. Courtney cared, minded not at all, so it was fun. Yeah. What is it? Marinade? Done eating. um anyways yeah so things are escalating now um and yeah you know it's starting to get crazier and bruno's like yeah let me dance with little debbie here i love cream pies (laughs) you know little debbie cream pies you know what i'm talking about this sounds gross but that was the point but then if you don't sound i'm so glad you you said that because i was like whoa what about a good oatmeal cream pie from little debbie though you know what i'm talking about remember when somebody sent us a bunch of those at the studio I think we could just say a little. Those I think really we could just say cream pie. I don't think we have to put a, a, a name associated with that or a, or a, or a size. <laughs> you I don't know what I'm need. talking about. It is a brand name. I don't. I know it's it's. That's all I know. I don't know anything about Little Debbie or her cream pies. <laughs> you do. We had these in the studio. Did we? It sounds like you those... guys got a bunch of cream pies at the studio. <laughs> we were, James at the old they studio. Were huge, cream they were huge. Cream right. pies, wow. Oh, cream pies everywhere. Cream at every pie, Why did they sure. make it to the new studio? I think I oh, think they got, ate they got cream pies. Yeah, someone put their mouth. We were just filling out, out of those cream pies. We did that a lot. Anyways, uh, so Bruno's dancing with little Debbie, and then uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Arnie starts freaking out, and he starts like seeing things, and so he's something bad's happening, and so yeah, then it looks like yeah, the, uh, the demon version of Bruno has little Debbie, and he's like not on my watch, and so he rips little Debbie away, and then runs the, through into the dog cages, and all the dogs are barking at him, and she's like, it, we get the cutback of like everything's fine, it's not what he thought it was happening. She's like, Arnie, please don't do this or whatever. And like they run down a thing and like she runs away and he falls down and then he lays there and all the dogs are barking and it goes really dark and then it goes kind of red and the demon version of Bruno runs and he's God, he stabs Bruno or the demon Bruno. And then we cut and it's the police car driving to the, the scene of the crime, but it's Arnie walking the other way and the police car stops and then he comes over and Arnie's like covered in blood. He's like, I think I heard someone or whatever. And they're like, you're going to jail. So that's like the law and order. Well, and, and, and the, the police officer, by the way, doesn't notice <laughs> the police he's walking facing the police officer covered head to toe in blood but then the police officer drives back and he goes like is there a problem and it isn't until he turns around again that the police officer goes oh my god oh, you are literally <laughs> blood head to say, toe i loved this because the shot of him where he's possessed and he's walking and he looks walking like he's, super and he's cool. covered in blood i like that so much yeah it's really well done daytime yeah, scares daytime scares baby <laughs> Uh, then we're in lockup. Uh, he's being interviewed by the Warrens. Uh, they have a whole bunch of like uh, crosses and stuff, and they make him read the Bible, and he can do all this stuff no problem. And so it's this thing of like, hmm, we haven't seen this before. You know, usually when you're possessed, you can't read the Bible, you can't uh, piss standing up, and you can't look at a cross like this. But it, Arnie's like, I can do all these things right now, and they're like, hmm, this is not good. Nick from KindOfFunny.com. Do you think they were excited by that? We're like, wow, this is something we've never seen before. We've been doing this for 35 years, and this is exciting uh, for us. Yeah, and they banged after. <laughs> like, uh, at least i'm gonna need you to bring that back as a callback to the little debbie cream pie joke please yeah, yeah. when you guys ate them at the office 
It's like I could go for a cream pie right now. <laughs> there you go. They're right there. Very, very pretty. Oh, man. So, yeah, they're Jeez, like, I'm sorry, guys. The cream pie in. This, this, oh, doesn't, uh, this doesn't prove or disprove that he wasn't possessed or whatever, but, like, he's not possessed right now, so that's a that's a quandary for us to figure out. But we'll we'll keep hacking at this. So then they go and talk to the lawyer, and the lawyer's like, listen, you were telling me you want me to go in front of a judge and say these people, no, we don't, this isn't something that you're, you're going to get laughed out. And Ed's like, of course, Oh, well in the history, they've done it this time and that time. She's like, yeah, but it didn't work. And this, that, and the other. And she's like, of course, don't believe in the devil. And he's like, every time you go in there, you swear in a Bible to, to hand to God. And I, so I think it's about time. What I wrote down a quote here. Hold on. Uh, I think it's about all, time. All Greg was for that. Devil. Let me tell you about our sponsors. Wow. This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Enjoy a wide variety of easy, delicious options for three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between with HelloFresh Market. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg. I love to cook, and one of the things that got me started on cooking was these kind of packages, right? HelloFresh sends you the pre-measured ingredients. You get the instructions. You pick ahead of time what sounds good. You don't have to think on the day of. You just go straight down the checklist. You make something good, and you learn how to cook. You learn new methods. That's why I love it. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to HelloFresh.com morning14 and use the code morning14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com morning14 and use the code morning14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping hello fresh america's number one meal kit our next sponsor why it's babble this summer get the most out of your travels abroad by learning the language of the destination you're going to with babel the number one selling language learning app from ordering in restaurants or asking for directions to gaining a deeper understanding of the culture, Babbel makes the whole process of learning a new language addictively fun and easy with bite-sized lessons you can actually use in the real world. Babbel is a can't-miss travel essential. I'm not even traveling with it. Instead, uh, Jen's mom uh, from the only, uh, the one and only Quebec coming down here. I've been using Babbel. I signed up for Babbel. I'm going to see if I can talk to her a little bit more in French than usual because I usually can't, but I've been doing Babbel because unlike the infamous language classes you took in high school, Babbel designs their course with practical real-world conversations in mind. Things you'll get to use in everyday life. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code MORNING. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code MORNING, for an extra three months. And our final sponsor of the day is stamps.com. Ladies and gentlemen, are you still going to the post office, still paying full price for postage? Well, thanks to stamps.com, you don't have to anymore. Mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay less, a lot less, with discounted rates from UPS, USPS, and more. Of course, when we were still in the office, one and only Joey Noel was using this to mail out all sorts of stuff for Patreon. We love stamps.com. Stamps.com brings the service of the United States Postal Service and UPS right to your computer.
computer. It's a must-have for any business. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop shipping out orders, or just navigating this hybrid work life, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Stop wasting time going to the post office and instead go to Stamps.com. There's no risk, and with our promo code KINDOFUNNY, all one word, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone in the top of, at the top of the homepage, and type in kind of funny. That's stamps.com, promo code kind of funny. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Sorry, now back to you, Greg. What was the quote? So he's like, I, yeah, he's like, I think it's about time the court accepts the existence of the devil, too. And she's like, how are you going to convince the court if you can't convince me? And Ed's like, listen, why don't you come on over for dinner tonight? We'll show you around, introduce you to Annabelle. And if you don't believe us, we'll fuck off and never come back. And so then we jump cut to the courtroom where she's all like shell-shocked. Already sitting there. I like this. I like that joke a lot. I know. I like, it, got cool. a, it got a laugh out of me, a chuckle or whatever. Uh, she's in court frazzled. But yeah, as uh, Nick mentioned earlier, uh, when he's like, how do you plead? And she's like, we plead. Uh, not guilty by uh, demonic possession, right? Yeah, demonic possession. And it's like, yeah. all right. And Ed and Lorraine walk out, and it's very law and order. You're like, all right, cool. Now the real work. Now the real work begins. We got to get mm-hmm. to the bottom of how this happened and what the hell is going on over there. So then they go to the house with little Debbie, and she's like explaining when they first moved in. And this is where we get the waterbed scene. So we get a flashback of uh, everybody moving in, moving in their boxes. Arnie and little Debbie gonna go make their own cream pies upstairs. And then David's like, wow, wowie, wow, big old house for me to explore. I'm gonna go straight to this waterbed. I got small teeth. And he, you know what I mean? He runs in there with his tiny ass toothbrush. And he's like, wow, he's out here, waterbed. And he climbs on that. And he's just like, wow. And he's laying there or whatever. And then boom, like, you know, like the head like comes up a little bit. And he's like, what the hell? And he, I'm sorry, Nick, yeah. When are, Greg, in your best guesstimate, when are waterbeds going to make a comeback? Never. When, when do we get them? No, that's something I don't think anybody misses. It, not at all. And I can say uh, that definitively because my dad had one my entire so life. So did my parents. Up. I loved it. And that's why I don't trust my father. <laughs> There's something <laughs> fucked up about somebody okay. that would okay. buy a water bottle. Well, also, when you when you sell your home and you say you leave it behind, I That's mean, arguably, crazy. arguably, it's easier to take with you than a regular mattress. You just drain it drain out it. and then you put you well, it up in a backpack. They probably asked them to throw it in. Oh, you think they negotiated for yeah. the they want the, yeah. Listen, it really ties the house together. You know, what I mean, we uh, want you to make it nice and tidy, and then drag a garden hose through it to really make yourself feel like you're uh, living a high class life. I think Is I would it? have probably negotiated. They fixed the wood floor from the the, the demonic scorch marks mm-hmm. that are on it. That's, that's, that's the thing I would have asked for. Does anybody know if it's Nightmare? Is it Nightmare on Elm Street Four that has the waterbed? I wanted my gut it? said three, but it's it's definitely in that that middle group. I want to say it's the first it's one, three. isn't it? Isn't that when one, oh, first she gets a regular water bed. bed? That's right. The first one's a regular bed. Yeah. I think first it might be three. And she's shot up. And she's three, in the bed, right? They pull, the she- they pull the sheets by and they look and she's like stuck in the water bed. Like inside the thing. Isn't that's that how it works? This made me think of. Yeah, that was crazy. That's crazy. That shit fucking. Yeah. Oh, this was a good amount of that for sure. So yeah, he gets scared and there's things grabbing him and yada, yada, yada. He falls back and he's all screaming. The bed, you know, gets all wet or whatever. And so then it's back to uh, little Debbie explaining this. And they're like, wait, what? And like, what about the, this is when they were talking about the, the scorch mark or whatever. And she's like, oh, we didn't see it till we moved the bed or some shit like that. 
And they're like, oh, wait, maybe it's under the house or whatever. So, of course, Ed's got a cane now because he's got this bum ticker. And uh, Lorraine's like, I'll go under there. Don't worry about it. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, it's 1981, Ed. All right. The women's movement has passed. I can go into the goddamn house. And she goes under and immediately gets scared by a rat or a spider. Rat, rat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then she advances further into it, finds a whole bunch of rats just like not acting like rats. You know what I mean? They're acting weird, like they're worshiping something. They're scared of something. She pushes them out of the way a little bit, gets over there, finds this uh, totem, right? A little skull, some sticks and bones and shit. And it's like, oh, shit fuck they pull that out and they're like listen this ain't normal this ain't the normal stuff we do you know what i mean there ain't no bathsheba making these fucking things at a craft fair and putting them out somebody put that there that's what's happening uh they don't say curse yet but that's what we're leaning towards you got to curse so then now they take a bunch of photos of it and they're like it's like hey uh one guy the cameraman get this to every police station in here start locally we'll start spreading out you know if anybody who will listen let's get it out there and see who's got some stuff going on about it and he cameraman's like got it and then <clears throat> sorry the priest from before uh he's recovered from poop in his pants and he's like listen on top of uh the police station stuff that's a great idea there's another father who did the disciples of the ram people he fought with them this is some satanic shit if i've ever seen it he would probably know something about that and they're like got it good tip we'll go talk to him so they go talk to him and he's he he looks like fucking children of the corn kind of fucking farmer when they show up you know what i mean he's looking like a uh, herman munster from pet cemetery the original like he's like up to something you know what i mean but he leads him inside and then downstairs and then to his creepy vault room and immediately mm-hmm. lorraine's got the heebie-jeebies she's like i don't want to be down here i'm already getting some bum vibes off this you know what i mean they're harsh and my mellow down here yeah nick now of course at least we know him from fringe fringe of course uh, and not at all was, from that second lord of the rings movie that you love no i was thinking of jericho is why i got confused with fringe so. who's, jericho? who's he in fringe He's not in Jericho. The, oh, he's he's the, the dad. He's played Walter. Fringe, he was the dude. Oh, he was the, dude. He was the scientist. Warehouse 13. He's not in Warehouse 13. I like that actually. Naming actor. shows that are within <laughs> that. <kind of laughs> what's, what's the one with Anthony Michael Hall where you can see the few? Millennium. He was in Millennium, I think. You mean Dead Zone? Oh, God damn. What was Remember where Anthony Michael Hall, he died for a split second or whatever, and then he yeah, came back. Yeah, like Ghost kind of helped him do shit. Oh, Wasn't Millennium has Lance Henry. Right. Yes. Wait, the, the movie or the show? The year. The show. Right. I didn't. Yeah. There was, I just know the movie with. I was thinking Bicentennial Man. Sorry. I was yeah. Thinking Damn it. That's what we're all thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Um. So yeah, they go down there, and yeah, it's like we're talking about. It's like you know, he's got his own little vault. It's down there, and he's like, "Listen, I've fucking gone toe to toe with Satanists. All right, you guys are dealing with ancient, you know, Sumerian demons and shit. That ain't nothing. All right." That's like fighting a sea monkey compared to fighting King Kong. All right. And I've been fighting King Kong over here. I fucked up my entire life doing it. Congratulations to me. But he's like, yeah, you know, you're going up against a master Satanist and they can do all sorts of crazy shit. Like you can grab a rope and it'll turn into a snake, that kind of shit. They're like, oh, fuck, that's that's fucked up. Thanks for telling us. So he I've gives him that information, maybe a little bit of a point in the direction, but maybe nothing. I can't remember. But he, he's established that he knows Satanists. These are Satanists. And you got some serious fucking problems going on. Meanwhile, the witch is at work and she does shit to Arnie. He's a, this is where he's mopping. And like she like has the, the lights go off and the guy jumps up and he's, and he's like, oh, and they come in. He's like, oh, she was here. It was here. It was here. And like, all right, get in solitary confinement. You psycho. You know, we ain't got time for you. Can't even mop a floor. Giving you way yeah, too one much job. as a murderer. Yeah, one, one job. job, right? Come on. Um, from there, don't tell me. From there, we're 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 back to the Lord, the uh, Warren's house. 
I think they yeah, get the yeah, call. Yeah, that's when the show becomes true they, detective. Yeah, where they're detective. like, we, someone saw this, and then they go to the other detective for the two kids out in the forest. We found one of these. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm here. getting there. Let me get there. Yeah. I said, okay. don't tell me. Then you all want to come in and fucking tell me. Shit. What's you know, don't don't tell me. Said, when don't did you tell watch me, this like, movie last? I watched it right. I watched it before this again. Okay. I okay, watched okay. it day I was of like, morning. If you were just pulling this out from no, two, no, no. three weeks ago. I want you to know, you know, I'd like to think I've, I have a good track record on in review of being able to remember stuff. But like this morning I did wake up and I had broad strokes, but I didn't have enough. So I, I watched it at like two times wow. speed with the PlayStation thing, skipping scenes ahead. I'm like, all oh, right, 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 right. So mm-hmm. this is where the thing happens with the flowers coming in to establish that flowers. Oh, come right. in, and it's the callback to the first family where they're like, listen, he's been driving 15 more trucking routes so he could buy fucking flowers for you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, this is where they establish save, they get a phone call. Money. <laughs> they get a phone call they have a hit this the, the detective in danvers massachusetts why do i remember danvers everybody why do i remember danvers Girl, danvers captain marvel i was gonna go linda danvers supergirl but that also would work and i appreciate your candor um from there see candor uh, bottle city anyways from there uh the uh, the detective he's got a case he's seen the thing before come on over so they come on over and they're like cool thanks for inviting us to danvers massachusetts we'd love to see all the shit and the guy's like great i don't believe in your shit fucking not i'm not why would i want to help you like sit down and like you know prove it and here are three knives and one of these knives was a bad knife and ed's like i'm not gonna fucking let her and then lorraine's like it's this knife and they're like fuck that was the knife and then then it was here are five knives (laughs) (laughs) we get suspicious minds from elvis presley as they drive out to the crime scene where it's revealed yes there was this uh these these two friends uh had gone out into the woods they found one of their bodies uh stabbed 22 times they haven't been able to find the other girl's body or or her i guess but when they went to her house they found the, the same totem or whatever so they walk through the woods. Uh, Detective still doesn't believe shit. Lorraine gets to a spot and she's like, something bad happened here, Ed. And she kneels down and like, this is, like it gets dark and shit. It's a cool effect or whatever. And then the two girls run out and they're just having a hunky-dory time in the woods. And then the one girl just flips the fucking switch and stabs this girl 22 times. And then we cut back to Ed and the cop and they're watching Lorraine like pantomime this whole fucking thing. And then she's stabbing. And then like Lorraine pops up and she's like, peace. And she just fucking runs. You know what I mean? Runs as fast as Andy runs in England. Just gone, you know? This scene is a perfect example of, like, you got to be in, and it's awesome. But if you start just thinking about it for a second, it's just hilarious. But (laughs) thankfully, they've built our trust. Well, I'm like, I'm in. I love this. I love the way they shot it. I loved the lighting of it all. And, like, it was scary enough if you take it in the scary way. Otherwise, it is silly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when when they cut back to broad daylight and (laughs) Lorraine, like... (laughs) I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oof, that's a hard that's a hard thing to show on celluloid and not make it look goofy. Um, so she takes off running and Ed can't run because his bump ticker, but he tries. Uh detective, he just I don't trust you, weirdos. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, so I'm not gonna really run either. Uh Lorraine, run, 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 and then she stops at the last second, and there's the edge of the bluffs or whatever, and then Ed calls her back and she's fine, and then it's like, okay, cool, yeah, the body's gonna be down there. And the the uh, detective's like okay cool and then we jump and they you know they're they're combing the lake they find a body and like we did it twice already and we never would have found it if it wasn't for you guys you know what i mean it's just like you've earned my trust i'll give you the police file in the morning and everything you know you can look down and do the thing there or whatever and she's like all right cool um meanwhile over at prison um uh um i think i missed it somewhere earlier 
Because now Arnie's in solitary confinement. But at some point, um, little Debbie and little David had come to visit. And again, Arnie looking just, he's starting to look like fucking Lurch from Adam's family. He's all white. He's got the big bags. He's all gone. And he's like, everything's totally fine. <laughs> Don't worry yeah, yeah. about me, little Debbie. Yeah. Don't worry about me. It's cool in prison. And then he's like, this is and what then, I want. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying this vacation. I have to cut down trees. Uh, little David, though, looks at her or looks at him and, he, and he, he's like, you're cold. Yeah, I remember what it was like to be cold and never alone. And yeah, yeah, you you got the fucking right. demon inside you. I was like, oh, no, the demon. Um, And so, yeah, then um, we go when he's in solitary confinement after that, the priest maybe gives him the I'm just going to say it, the priest gives him the holy water here and is like, yo, man fucking you can protect yourself in prison against the demon this way and he's like thanks man i hate the demon uh meet with then at the hospital no the hotel um ed and lorraine are sitting there recapping their their bluff running exercise or whatever and this is where uh, uh lorraine's like this shit isn't a demon straight up it's a curse we got a curse on our hands and like curses are crazy and it's gonna be hard to find information on this but if the body they just found really is the girl who died and was cursed, if we go and touch her, the you know the line might still be working. Maybe she didn't hang up the receiver. We're gonna pick it up. We're gonna be able to see into the the like witchy that. woman who's doing all this stuff. Did we miss the part where he where he attacks her in the house with the? Or you, you talked about it briefly, right? With the flowers and the little he drops the vase. We're not the there yet. I thought that happened before this. No, because we're a, the witchy woman needs to meet Lorraine and be like, "How are you doing this?" In a fucking awesome scene right, that okay. establishes that. Oh wait, people are we'll on my trail. Right, that's when she right, goes right. and she can do one better. Right, it's right great right. stuff. Great movie. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, well, cool. We'll go, we'll go fucking touch this body. And so they go to the funeral home and like nobody's there, and, and Ed just breaks and enters because like I get it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like he's up against the forces of evil, but still, Dude, like, all right, I'm a spiritual cool. detective, bro. I have probable cause. I'm going in there. It's not a my jurisdiction is wherever the spirits are. All right, okay, I'm here to protect jurisdiction. Soul. Um, happy to Sorry, be I talked to you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's a stupid joke. Okay, they go down there and uh, they go into the funeral home and then they go where they keep the bodies. The morgue, no, I guess it's a funeral home. Is the morgue the morgue in the funeral home or is that someone else? The morgue is usually in the hut. I guess it can, it can be, be. But the holding area. He goes to the holding area. But I think with that many bodies, maybe no, because they brought the they brought the That's thing back from. It's probably a city morgue. It's a city morgue. I felt yeah. like that was a city morgue. Okay. Yeah. So we're in the morgue. We get down there. Yeah, right. There's a bunch of bodies. We get down there. They find the thing. They go. Lorraine touches it. And then she starts narrating to Ed what she sees. Cool. She's back in the area where it's like, you know, it's orange, a lot of orange, a lot of darks. And she's like, I'm down here and I hear a train and there's a river and I see the, the, an altar and it's a, it's a Satan altar. You know what I mean? It's a satanic altar. And she walks over. There's a weird chalice and all this shit going on. And then through the body of the woman who was cursed to the woman who's cursing uh what's his nuts uh arnie uh she's like oh i can see now that in the in the jail cell she's fucking with her, him right now he put down the thing of holy water and she's ignoring it and now she's breaking the bottle in her his hand and she's starting to slit his own wrist and whatever and so lorraine's like the jig is up i'm oh, sorry james i just want to say i love that they were trying to protect arnie so they gave him tools that he could use to kill himself. It's like yeah. it's like here, take this, take this blessed noose. It will protect you. <laughs> like, like, he would have been fine with nothing, but yeah. the fact that they gave him holy water and a bottle that he could turn into glass into a very sharp piece of, piece yeah. of glass is what put him in danger. Yeah, that's, yeah, that that was true. 
Um, and so, yeah, he, you know, because the priest, he doesn't know. They, they, I forget. Somebody called him and said, hey, keep an eye on him or whatever. And he's like, mm-hmm. got it. I'll give him this holy water. Perfect. I know exactly what I'm doing. Again, showing that Ed, you know, should just make the Brad Pitt move and become a Mizzou graduate. I digress. Um, so then, yeah, Lorraine's like, she, I forget what she says. She says something that in my Catholicism, and granted, I have not been trained in um, offensive uh, Catholicism, mm-hmm. you know, I can't, yeah. I can't exercise a demon, and yeah. I can't do anything. But she screams something that sounds fucking dope as shit. I forget what it is. It's something like, "Stop fucking doing this by the power of the citadel." I'm like, I have no fucking mm-hmm. idea what you're referencing right now. But like, you know, the fucking thing breaks, and Arnie's let go, and witchy woman looks over, and she's like, "How are you doing this?" And it's just this great scene of the villain and the hero being there, like, "How are you doing this?" Like, what? And she's like, "The power of Jesus lets me do all this shit," and she's like, "Well, you're oh." my my god gives me power your god has cur- has damned you or whatever and then back in the real world right she's following her out of this and she's out there now and so ed's there watching lorraine lorraine and him can't talk anymore and so she's like you know what there's a big old fat biker dude over there let's wake that guy's ass up and have him just fucking take ed down and so big old zombie dude gets up and he starts running and then ed yanks her away and then once the connection's broken the body collapses lifeless to the that's floor. a great scene great yeah. scene Similar to when we got in Annabelle, the Annabelle that was in the house. Uh, so I think it, it must have been Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah. Where it's like down the hallway, there's the big guy running. Mm-hmm. Big guy's running naked. Scary stuff. Oh, it's scary. You can yeah. speak from experience. We've shared yeah. a lot of hotel rooms. <laughs> yes, that's true. That true. <laughs> so I like to wake you up. Turn yeah. for a pail. Get up. <laughs> the human alarm clock. It's time to go, Greg. Paddle. <laughs> Oh, man, I think it's pill. I was like, who's feeding who a pill? <laughs> uh, I, I, Gia gives me special pills to give to him, and it's a lot like giving him a party where I like got to get I on top eat. of him, put him in his yeah. mouth, and cover Tim's mouth. Uh, swallow? <laughs> swallow, Tim? <laughs> Anyways, though, that, the body's dead again. So they go back to their house, um, and this is where there's more of a conversation about what the fuck's going on. Lorraine, you know, new usual shit from Ed of like, Lorraine, you took too many chances, you know, blah, 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 blah. And Ed, Ed's like, and, and another thing... <laughs> And like his heart starts going right, and he keels over, and he wakes up then in in his bed in his own house, but no one's there. And so he goes around the house looking for Lorraine, of course, finds a rosary beads. He's like, "This is weird." Finds the door kicked in. He's like, "This is super weird." And then, uh, witchy woman's there, and the witchy woman's like, "Hmm, so this is your shit, huh? This is what you're all up to." And he's like, "How'd you get in? What are you doing?" Blah blah blah. And she's like, "No, no, no. You know, fuck you. I got the kind of shit. I got the kind of witch shit you wish you had. You know what I mean?" And he's like, "What does that mean?" And she's like, "Bah!" And she disappears. But then zombie fat man's back, and so he starts making a move. And Ed's like, "I got this," and he's got his rosary, and he starts saying some really fucking. Again, I don't know offensive Catholicism, but he's got some shit in there I've never heard. Right? I've I've w- thought through what I'd say fighting the demon. This guy's got me beat. You know what I mean? And he's like, "Oh man, you know, sit." and this and joshua and this and he's backing him out yeah nick what do you got can you give me like a 20 second version of what you say when the demon comes at you <laughs> much like my much like my uh zombie plan i won't tell you in case you ever are the demon i need to fight you know what i mean probability smart. on that too yeah for sure Huge. yeah i'm first to <laughs> you know go demons sure. like to come to those closest to you first you know we've seen it i got it i got a direct well, also receptive vessels oh yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, easy, really, easy, and nick will accept anything into any warfish easy come easy go easy come easy go they'd offer you a cream pie Jesus he back God. he backs the biker guy into the corner or whatever and he's like yeah fucking i command you or whatever and then he comes up and he's got a fucking butcher knife you're like whoa didn't see that coming and he goes to do it and bam a cameraman grabs his arm we're back in reality lorraine's there crying and it's like whoa the shit that he that she used to make arnie kill uh boris or whatever his fucking name was now it, it, oh my god and it's like i'm sorry and like 
this is how we know this is how we know like this shit's real <laughs> right this, this is when we have all confirmed this shit is real but like ed again patrick wilson what an actor right we knew it from aquaman we get we've gotten it three times here in the conjuring cuckoo you know what i mean but he throws the fucking switch right and he goes like i'm so sorry and then he's like where is it and like what where's what and he's like running around and like first off i understand you almost had a heart attack you passed out you woke up you fought a demon you almost killed your wife but his first reaction is to flip the couch cushions and the couch is like nobody's coming in and like I, I don't you're not you're not coming in with a totem like this and putting it like that and then putting a couch cushion yeah, on yeah, it. Well, that, that's where his meter is running out. That's not real. That's unrelated gotcha, gotcha. to totem. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he flips all this shit. He's looking for it. He can't find it. And he runs in the other room. He's fucking, ah, where's this? Where's that? Blah, blah, blah. Looking in his drawers and shit. And then finally, Lorraine looks over at all the flowers that were there for him being sick or whatever. And there's one set of dead ones. She's like, when did those come? And they got, just got here yesterday and they were fine. They smash the shit out of that real tiny totem. You know what I mean? Totems come in all shapes and sizes, they say. Teeth size, mm-hmm. some would huh? say. Yeah. Teeth size, some might say. Sure. I was going to go little little Debbie cream pie size. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not the big Useless. old cream pies we had at the office. The smaller ones that I used yeah, to eat as a kid. Someone cream pie in my vase. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if so I met this Joey and say, tell me about the cream pies, is she going to know what I'm talking about? No, no but it'll be no, great. No, no, I urge no, you to do so that. I urge you to do says. that. Um, so... Yeah, uh, so then it's like, all right, cool. We need to really get cracking on this. This is where the movie literally goes zero to 100. Lorraine's like, listen, I got the book that has more information in it, but I need a translation, so I got to go talk to that creepy-ass priest. And Ed's like, cool, you go. Uh, Me and camera guy are going to try to crack the code on what's going on with all this shit. And Lorraine's like, peace, thank you very much. She bounces off. Uh, Ed and the guy got like, all right, we got these two pins here. We got what's happening right now uh, with them. We got what happened with David. And then we got a pin all the way over here. And they keep saying, oh, she went to college. She went to college. She went to college. No one ever asked where the fuck this girl went to college. Finally, like, where, where did she go to college? And the camera guy's like, wait, I just read something about that. As if it would be that hard to remember. She went to fucking Worcester State University or whatever the fuck it is. Turns out that's like 10 minutes away. It's a local situation. We got a local situation on our hands. This is an international, everybody. This demon and the witch are all London. close. Huh? Mm-hmm. London was too. This is Conjuring 3, baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so now uh, they, all right, cool, we got to stay close. Where would we know? It's a needle in a haystack thing. No, it isn't. We have the facts, the train tracks, right. the water. Uh, it was a midnight thing when our train's running, and camera guy's like, listen, bro, I know all about trains. No passenger trains would be running at night, so it's got to be the freight line. <laughs> this guy knows a lot about trains. I'm just going to throw I've been that waiting in the wings. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting for some sort of possession to come, come this is train-related big- stuff. Mm-hmm. this is definitely one of those situations where if you wanted to sit there and go man should i give my money to hbo max or should i give it to disney plus yeah all right this mm-hmm. is the situation this one man because right, right. hbo max well, who is this guy he's cameraman and apparently he knows a lot about trains mm-hmm. if this was a disney fucking franchise i would have eight episodes about this cameraman and how his dad got run over by a train his mom fucked optimus prime yeah. and i'm all in on gene gene uh-huh. knows trains i get it he's a part train i would understand yeah. it i would be yeah. excited for when the conjuring universe hands the baton to gene and he's like i'm mm-hmm. gonna get my own cameraman and go out there and get some fucking demons but here i am on hbo you. max and i got a Wait now. Who filmed this fucking thing? Who made this movie? Uh, Lionsgate. Yeah. No, no, no it's not right director. at all. Warner Brothers. Oh, uh, was, you mean James Michael, Wong, Michael Shade. Shade. Yeah. I gotta wait Michael for the Michael Shade cut now of this fucking thing. Four hours, black and white, four by three to find out why Gene knows so much about trains. But here I am waiting. Anyways. Yeah. 
he lays out all the information and we get the classic just ed oh dear god you know what i mean of like and then we cut over and it's just lorraine driving by a river and some railroad tracks and she runs up to the father's house like i need a translation he's like sure let me i'm gonna go in and check on that and he goes in and just disappears and she finally comes down and it's all creepy and she goes in there and it's just like he just starts the exposition starts you know what I mean? Of like, I need translation. He's like, it's not even about that. Let me show you some old photos and confess that I had an affair and I had a baby. And then we had to keep the kid away from everybody to keep it away from the parishioners and all this other stuff. But then I was going after the Rams cult people. And then she took the wrong lesson from it and thought that was really cool. Not the part about fighting evil, but being evil. And oh, like, he sh- shows her a picture of age 10 and that if I'm lying, I'm dying. That is the witchy woman at age 10. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mm-hmm. and lorraine's like oh no this is bad meanwhile this is all happening you've got the planes of action right so you got ed and gene over here now ed's you know taking off we got the witchy family stuff happening here and then over at the prison right like i think they actually called uh, the the chaplain and priest right and they sent little debbie over there and they're like listen pray over the thing we think it's gonna happen tonight pray over arnie or whatever arnie's in there they're praying over him you know, all shit's going to start breaking. I'm just going to get it all out. While everything's happening elsewhere, Arnie eventually, he wakes up. They do an exorcism. He slips out of his bonds. The glass all explodes. He gets a piece of glass. He's going to stab himself. We'll catch up with him in about 30 minutes. Back over here now, right? Uh, yeah, I fucking had a kid, and she went super evil, and this fucking sucks. Sorry. Sorry you got to deal with this or whatever. There's a bunch of tunnels. She, it turns out she's probably been doing the witch shit down there. You know what I mean? Because she knows the tunnels super well. She's down there. She just she's like a She's like a ninja turtle. She just knows the tunnels backwards and forth. They're delivering pizzas to 34 and a half door. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so this all happened. Like, well, that's really fucking bad. And then like they hear some footsteps or whatever the fuck. And so Lorraine, she runs into the tunnels and then witchy woman comes in and the father's like, oh man, I sorry. I was a bad dad to you. Yada, yada. And he's, she's approaching. She's approaching. And then bam, she's behind him. She slits his fucking throat, puts his head on the desk. And you're like, damn, I never Brutal. liked this father character, but that was Brutal a cool way here. to kill him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so uh, witchy woman's like, cool chases on she goes into the tunnels right and so they're down there and this is where there's a lot of action a lot of things are happening ed pulls up and he's like Lorraine, Lorraine. she's like ah, ah. and he runs over and there's like a giant storm grate and he's like this must be where the ninja turtle pizza gets delivered and he's like i'll help you i'll come down there or whatever so he eventually comes down uh they run into uh, she runs uh, lorraine is running slowly from witchy woman we can kind of see witchy woman's views every so often uh we get to the table where there's the chalice and all the shit and the giant altar or whatever and she's like i gotta destroy the altar that's how we'll finally end the curse once and for all or whatever um then ed gets down there and then uh ed's looking for her Ed gets a sledgehammer and then gets possessed or does he get possessed and he gets the sledgehammer I think he gets the sledgehammer first because he has like break through the uh one one detail worth noting is that they establish that if she doesn't she has to complete the curse by getting like her triple threat or whatever she needs to get a hat trick right so she needs to get the girl and then and then she's got arnie and she needs one more to like suffer from the curse otherwise because that's she needs a soul to offer up otherwise the demon's gonna take a soul from somewhere else right the demon the demon collects on its debts so there's yeah. like this whole thing where if they can break the altar, then she won't be able to collect on those souls. Right. Yeah. Uh, and also, I totally um, lost that. Worth noting, um, Joey thinks you had some weird banana cream pies in the office for months because mm-hmm. no one wanted to eat them. How many cream pies have you got? Honestly, that is accurate. That is there were some weird banana things nobody wanted, but the Thank little Debbie good. oatmeal cream pies, I used to do, have a, I used to do a lunch. I used to have a lunch, do games daily, do a lunch, and then get another cup of coffee and, a, and one of them big old little Debbie oatmeal cream pies. I had no idea we had these pie. in our office. Yeah, they were on top of the fridge. Wow. You're too short. 
That's where I put all the pieces next. Empty you know what I mean? That, and that was, that was a good play right there because this I loved uh, – if if I was ever good for a day, was, I was probably like three or four, uh, and we'd go to the corner store, my mom would get me a pack of these. So fucking good. When it's all said and done, Barrett, we're getting some Little Debbies. I'll tell you, you and me, we're going to be cream pine left and right, me and Barrett. You know, that's what <laughs> okay, it's all about. Well, all right. hold on a minute. All right. Hold okay. Anyways, uh, so now uh, Ed's possessed and he's walking around. He's going to smash Lorraine in the head like fucking Triple H would. You know what I mean? Just hell in a cell, Triple H. Just God, clearly covering it with his hand, but it's still cool. Uh, and so he's walking around and Lorraine's like, no, gazebo, remember the rain. And he's like, <laughs> and eventually she's like, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice. And she like kind of gets under the altar and she's like, the gazebo, the gazebo, small teeth. And he's like, "Ah." and he smashes the fucking altar and the altar smashed. And meanwhile, yeah, uh, we're caught up now to fucking Arnie over there. Who's like, and he drops and everybody runs in and stops him now. And so then the thing gets smashed and they they get to embrace uh, Ed and Lorraine. Like we did it. Yeah. And they turn around and who's there? Witchy woman. And witchy woman's got the knife. And then it was like, she her hand breaks the knife drops or whatever and they're like you needed a soul by whatever and so now it's come to dig its soul it always a demon always connect collects its debts and uh then witchy woman turns well actually she gets completely fucking broken and turned around on her own and she's like got the jewel hanging from her mouth and then the witchy woman demon version is there and she goes and then witchy woman's dead just stabs her in the face with her hand when they drag the guys away yeah Mm -hmm. exactly Actually, a lot of this movie is stolen from Ghost. Yeah, that's true. It's accurate. Um, well, Ghost is actually based on Ed and Lorraine's adventures. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, 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 the Conjuring Swayze, 4 you know? is going to be them busting Patrick Swayze's ghost. You know what that's I mean? yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, so then, anyways, yeah, now it's all well. That ends well, kind of, right? Uh, that's done. They embrace. That's happy. They take the chalice and they put that in the the souvenir cursed room. Um, then Arnie's getting going into the, going in uh, to the courthouse, and little Debbie runs up looking like Jackie K with like all the stuff. And she kisses him. She's like, "I love you." And he goes in there and he's like, "Don't worry, everything's gonna be okay." And he sits down and they're like, "You're guilty of manslaughter. Get the <laughs> fucking jail." And so he goes to jail just for five years. Uh, little Debbie marries him, and they are still married to this day. He doesn't um, even say the devil made me do it. How are you not going to have that line? Sure, they have it with the real footage in the credits, but you, what? Come on, yeah. say the thing. Like, yeah. I didn't miss it. I'd I didn't like, long for it. You know? Oh, I definitely did. I I just like thinking about what using it. You know what I mean? Like I that's I won't lie to you. This is now in my repertoire. Mm-hmm. Where I'll do something, Tim, that you're not going to like one day. And I kind of funny. And you're oh, like, yeah. Why would you do that? And I'm going to go. That made, that made me do it. And you're going to be it's like that. mad at me because I fucking sunk the company. But <laughs> that's pretty good though. That's right. a pretty good joke. You know what I mean? Uh, and then uh, Ed builds uh, Lorraine a gazebo. Nick, what do you got? Can I can I throw out there for your edification? Uh, Tim goes. It's time to go home, guys. And he reaches into his back pocket to get his key, and he oh. comes out with just a handful of cream pie. And you go, <laughs> and you go the devil made me do it. Devil made me wow. do it. <laughs> oh, this yeah. gazebo moment. I hated the flashbacks, hated all that stuff. Loved it. Fucking edit Lorraine forever. Him building this goddamn re- remake of the gazebo. They fell in love it. Are you kidding me? What an award winning husband, man. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I mean, great kind of gloss past the the him zapping out of his uh his trance, but she talked about like she has a great line where she's like, she thinks that our love is our weakness, but it's not, it's our strength. And he's like, oh, and then Thor's hammer down on the altar, which was yeah. which was cool. Pretty much all that stuff in the cave I thought was really cool. I thought really well shot. Um, specifically, I think you guys may have brought it up at the shot where she's like 
she's running towards like Ed. Eh, she runs toward him, and then like in one second of shadow, she changes over to the witchy woman and like blows the dust in his face and shit like that. All that stuff was super cool for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. There we go. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I liked when it pulled out and the gazebo was shaped like a cream pie. It was oh, crazy, yeah, that right? Was big really twist. Yeah. Didn't see and that then you coming. realize your entire yeah. life, every gazebo you've ever seen is shaped like a cream Great. pie. Cream pie. Whoa! <laughs> I made them all do it. It's crazy stuff. Uh, Nick, can you hit me with some Raggy Baggy, please? At least say Raggy. Raggy. Now say Baggy. Baggy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys, the podcast within a podcast where we rank multiple things in the cuckoo that's right if you don't remember it's a two-parter here in cuckoo in review ragu cuckoo consists of two segments the best scare unranked and then of course the best beastie ranked Mm -hmm. we'll start with the best scare unranked to refresh everybody to give you a little cream pie taste to get you going all right number one from the conjuring because it's in the order of where they came in the movie so conjuring one was the fucking clap uh in annabelle we said girl to crazy woman in the doorway in conjuring two we said the nun to the hallway to the painting (laughs) in anna annabelle creation we said the sheep ghost bunk beds then we said uh the nun hands in the casket and the silver spoon that is i don't remember that i don't remember that okay in la 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 yorona we said the car and then uh it's the scariest fuck movie i wrote darling daddy the tv the fairy man <laughs> annabelle comes oh, home it was like mm-hmm. the entire room section gotcha of, okay of yeah, it, was it was like back to back a lot of when they were stuck in there yeah oh it's the scariest movie and we listed everything that happened in there i see yeah. what we did okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the best scare from the conjuring the devil made me do it i feel like we talked about it a bunch it's the beginning exorcist the kid it's just is it the exorcism or is it the the hands the hands the shower sequence how narrow do we have to be for this because i I feel like craig did an entire like set piece for a movie which was featured like for like 20 minutes Hmm. i I feel like the exorcism i feel good saying that yeah yeah Yeah, i do too yeah yeah, okay. it's a bunch it's of, like not so a bunch jump of scary. micro scares. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's not yeah. one moment, but there's like mm-hmm. it's a really well done thing where every character in the scene is doing something that is unnerving. Mm-hmm. I do want to throw out the scare of because it got me when Lorraine's running at him in the cave mm-hmm. and then she, it oh, just yeah. turns directly into the and like blows the. Th- I was like, oh, what the shit? That actually got me, even though I kind of knew something was up, but I was like, mm-hmm. it got me. Cuckoo. <laughs> All right, now it's time for the rank section of Ragu Cuckoo for best beastie. This is where we rank the villains of uh, the Ragu Cuckoo. Uh, number one is Valak in The Conjuring 2. Number two is Annabelle and Annabelle Comes Home. Number three is Annabelle's Demon in Annabelle Creation. Number four is Bathsheba in Conjuring. Number five is Annabelle's Demon in Annabelle. <laughs> number six is The Nun in The Nun. And number seven is La Yorona from La Yorona. Where are we putting Witchy Woman? I think pretty highly. I like her. I think the, I think she's very compelling. I think that she's like, you know, again, like we talked about because she is human and has sort of like those, those, uh, motivations and, and actually like goes, goes on the offensive with them. I thought that was really, really cool and scary. Um, and then she just, the look of her is also very, very freaky as well, sure. especially so it's kind of like that vampire at the end where she turns yeah. into the demon, uh, which is super cool. Uh, yeah, I would make an argument for number one over Valak personally, because I wow. feel like, again, what we're talking about here in terms of, and it's and cheating, but it's, it is. You know what I mean? It is the fact that she brings the 
she brings the fight to Ed and Lorraine at their house, which I super dug. She almost makes Ed kill Lorraine. Uh, she, you know, infiltrated the house. She knows what's up. She's able to go back through Lorraine's vision. Um, and then, yeah, what we're saying is like, I feel like her motivations make sense or whatever. Like even for Valak at number one on for conjuring two, mm-hmm. it was originally like she had good scares, but why was she doing this or why was she doing that? I feel like here it is. All right, cool. I, I made, I have a curse. I owe the demon something. I'm doing this. And now I've got to step up to fight the good guys too. Yeah. Wait, our number one right now is, and Conjuring 2, and then where is the Annabelle Comes Home? Annabelle is number Annabelle and Annabelle Comes Home is number two. Yeah, I, don't, I put this in number three personally. Wow. wow. See, like for me, because I just find supernatural villains to be so much a scarier threat because mm-hmm. they're so like ubiquitous and omnipresent, and like you can't necessarily track them. You don't know how to kill them like a human. You can, you know, stab in the heart, but when it's supernatural, it's like, how, what do we do? How do we? How do we fight this force? I get, I get what you're saying, Greg, about the mo- motivation because I sure. do think that's fairly strong. She has depth. But I like for me, and maybe because it's newer too. But like, I'm always more scared by something that's supernatural than I am. Sure. I just feel like I, I hear you and I understand that. And I, but I feel then it's always like, uh, for me, it's the thing of what we don't know or when something's not happening in this movie, it makes sense because there's another human somewhere behind it not doing pulling the string. Whereas mm-hmm. when, yeah, when we're watching something supernatural, it's always that thing of like, well, why aren't they just fucking doing everything all the time? Why aren't they doing this at this point? Why are they trying to feed off of the fear or whatever? Why not just yeah. kill them right away? See, my problem with that, though, is that that leads to not that many scares later in the movie. Like the more human the villain sure. gets in this, it's kind of just it becomes more of a thrilling action movie than it is an actual horror movie. And sure. I actually think like we've had this issue before with these movies where the action takes you out of it like the nun was just like, wow, this is really bad. Whereas the action in this was still interesting, and I liked it. I thought they did a good job, so I still want to rank them high because I think that the the way that they were playing human against human and all that stuff like was shot well and was thrilling. But I thought she was sort of supernatural, and that's what that's what I, I liked about it was that as the demon, as she killed more and more people, she got those powers, and she was so... I never felt like they were going up against necessarily human. I thought they were always outmatched um, and could only, only beat... What are we calling her? Witchy woman? What are we? Witchy woman. Witchy woman. Witchy woman. Uh, you know the witchy woman by by like actually like teaming up together and like I don't know. I just I thought that was more compelling than the 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 ghost that just you keep you seemingly change the rules every single five seconds with like what they can and can't accomplish. I, I appreciate everyone's perspective uh, on it. I think that she it has depth with the other which the other ones don't. But in terms of actually being scary, I didn't think that she was that scary. Mm-hmm. I would be leaning more kind of where where Tim is Tim is saying because I think she has scare scare potential. She was a great like antithesis, which I like. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought that you know I think it's I think it's a comfortable place there. I think she she would definitely belong in like the three. Okay, well we can we, oh sorry there. Nick what do you got? James would you say she scares because she cares. I would say that she doesn't care. Okay. No. Or she cares too much. Absolutely. She, maybe she cares too much? No. I don't think she cares <laughs> that much at all. Okay. <laughs> so then, uh, Elisa, are you at number three as well? I, I could land at three. And that's no. what you said, right, Tim? I, I didn't, that's mm-hmm. what I said, yeah. Okay, then. Yeah, then it looks like you guys have the votes. So to go number one, Valak and Conjuring 2. Number two, Annabelle and Annabelle comes home. And now number three, uh, the witchy woman herself, the witchy woman in Conjuring. <laughs> the devil made me do it. Art, at least it's your time Which, to shine. I, I mean, I would say it's a very prestigious position because this is not a James Wan. 
mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. not our other one of our favorite films. Like, I, we'll see where the rankings fall, but like, I think that she is going to have a higher ranking than her film might. So, yeah, at least seven syllables in the middle. I honestly, yeah, five I the... got five in the first and last line. If you have You're to, not poetic. You don't need to sweat it. Haikus don't need to sweat it. You're not poetic. You don't need to sweat it. Seven syllables in the middle. Got five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, don't need to fret it. Haikus are hard to rhyme. Haiku. (laughs) Perfect. A lot of people say that's the preferred. Those are the preferred lyrics for that song. Yeah. So we're good to go. Go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form. Just like. Let's see what we got here. Joe Mertens. Nope, not Joe Mertens. Um, this is combined with a bunch of other movies. Sorry. Grant Burton did. Grant Burton Grant says, Burton. in an exorcism, the demon switches bodies. He then kills someone. They take him to court. The devil made him do it. Good luck proving that. An old murder case. Some wacky medium stuff. Big guy in the buff. It's the occultist. They must destroy the altar. Bring out the hammer. He was found guilty. I guess it was for nothing. Ask the conjuring. And then, of course, Miscellaneous does the plot in Haiku. Edward and Lorraine, with every demon they've slain, harder to sustain. Ed wakes from slumber, says he's got Arnie's number. He's been encumbered. Damn. Connection she tracks. Steam candles made in black. Cadaver attack. (laughs) Invades their abode. Condensation overflowed. Ed's vengeance, she goads. Hammer, she avoids. Fighting spells, the witch deployed. The altar destroyed miscellaneous wow. always coming through and just straight killing yeah. you You love to see it love to see it uh now it is time to rank the cuckoo once and for all until the next one happens which i don't even know do you guys know is what's the next announced one is there well crooked man they were talking about making a crooked man movie but i don't know if it's the next one well we're just starring two. james whatever it happens oh, yeah. Yeah. they call me up they we'll said, be right Are you there. Free? I said, you know, well, for you, of course. No, I am. Uh, so currently, number one, The Conjuring. Number two, Annabelle Creation. Number three, Conjuring 2. Number four, Annabelle Comes Home. Number five, The Nun. Number six, The Curse of La Llorona. And number seven, Annabelle. Where I'm not going to lie. I really was looking. I thought we were going to have an image for this. We don't. Uh, what is one and two and three? Sorry. Conjuring, Annabelle Creation, Conjuring 2. Gotcha. Annabelle Thank comes you. home. Does I, I, I think we all agree it's at least that high, correct? Yeah. Yes, I would. Okay. I could put it above the nun. Okay. Below so Annabelle comes home. Annabelle comes home. Hmm. What happened in Annabelle comes home again? I might exactly. Yeah, I might feel like I put it above Annabelle comes home. Below That's Conjuring below two. two. I think there's. Yeah. I think it's negligible, but one. I thought they I thought the other one was made okay and had like some good because that was like the haunted house one where like everything kind of exploded out mm-hmm. and they had like the penny eyes guy and all stuff like that. This one I felt like we had Ed and Lorraine and we got them and that's what I that's, want from this the, series. Every other movie is training with weights on. Yeah, I'm wrong. It's got Ed and Lorraine. It's an instant bump. I'm, bl- I'm below Annabelle comes home. I think that one's stronger than this. Okay. So I'm with Elise above the nun. Interesting. 
I would put it at number two. I would put it underneath Conjuring number one. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think I, for me personally, and I know we've, you know, we've gone around in these before and I don't remember what I fucking said in the old episodes. For me, the Conjuring is the core strong one. So like the Annabelle kind of stuff. Oh, Annabelle Comes Home. Is that the one with the, the orphans in the house or whatever? That's creation. No. Which one Comes Home? Comes home was the that's that that that's the oh, one when they came about home to their Lorraine. daughter yeah in the room yeah it's and, about their daughter yeah. yeah and that's number two no that, that is, is currently number, number four four which is crazy we're crazy people we rank these wrong but hey, that's where we're at <laughs> yeah I agree with that hundred percent I would put it number two I think I think Conjuring one is the pure shit of like this is what the Conjuring universe mm-hmm. is and it's set up obviously an entire cuckoo universe and then I think this one is uh, yeah. the strongest Conjuring mm-hmm. since that one in terms of like yeah. I love Ed and Lorraine I love what they're up to I think they're keeping me on their toes they're doing something interesting and different whereas Conjuring 2 I felt was a bit of a not in a bad way but rehash right of another mm-hmm. haunted house and here we are doing this thing and it's the same old same old I appreciated all the stuff they gave the team to do here I appreciated uh, you know Ed getting uh, the heart attack early on and then being a, you know not at fighting shape the entire way through it um i liked having a you know a villain that could go uh, up against uh, vera formiga in the uh, uh, brain world <laughs> I don't know what call the psychic <laughs> realm i had a great time with this movie interesting so nick where, where are you at you i would be one conjuring two annabelle creation three conjuring two and four annabelle comes home i would put it right below annabelle creation i think that just had as a as a as a scary movie that one had the biggest scares for me and i thought had had just like everything that you would look for in a, like this kind of a movie. I do like this a lot, so I want to put it higher, but I just feel like that one terrified me. So from nothing else, I think it's going to slip in right underneath that one for me. Number three. Right, Let's do the three, vote yeah. then. Who thinks it's better than The Nun? Raise your hand. Everybody raises their hand. Who thinks it's better than Annabelle Comes Home? Raise your hand. Mm. Oh. Everyone but me raises their hand. Who thinks it's better than Conjuring 2? Elise and James are both down. Greg and Nick have it up, which means that it is the new number four, Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Like I said, we will return one day with James and Elise whenever they decide to continue the cuckoo, which is extremely exciting. Thank you guys for joining us for this fun adventure. Where can people find you? Thank you, guys. I love doing these. That was a blast. Greg's a recounting of the plot was amazing. It's like watching it again. Um, uh, they can find us at Funhouse every single day. Yep. YouTube.com slash Funhouse and Rooster Teeth at, at Funhouse. Yeah, you can follow us on social media, James Willems, Elise the, Willems. Yeah. yeah. And uh, in the theaters, watching the cuckoo. Well, Hell, also, this one yeah. we watched on HBO Max. True. Full disclosure. disclosure we, we work Warner Brother employees, mm-hmm. but that's just where we watched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you talk to them about getting me a Gene miniseries like I wanted? We'll talk to him. I'll call him up. George Warner. Can it be called Trains? Exactly. Also, if you can help me out, if you notice, I tweeted at everybody on this podcast just an image of oatmeal cream pies, but I also tagged uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera Formiga in the Conjuring. They'll know. They'll know what it means. They'll know. Exactly. They'll get it. They'll get it. Well, we love you all. Let us know in the comments below what you think of The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. We will return within review with... The wrap-up of Ninja Turtles in review with Out of the Shadows, the Michael Bay classic. Uh, So that'll be a lot of fun, I'm sure. But until then, love you guys. Bye.